ready for a new episode of KP Talks Dollars and Cents. Learn financial literacy and get real-time updates on all things housing, finance, and real estate with your host, Kevin Perenio. As an owner and C-level executive for 20-plus years in finance, KP is here to serve you with all of his knowledge and experience. Whether you're a broker, realtor, or just interested in the economy, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Here's your host, Kevin Perenio. Hey, it's KP coming to you live from Corona, California. I am pushing a 20-hour day here because I don't want to work the last couple days of the week. It's hard as we get closer to uh, the Christmas holiday, but for all my Jewish friends out there, Happy Hanukkah. I know we started the Festival of Lights this weekend, and it is a beautiful celebration as we get all of our holidays out and into the new year. We'll be wrapping up 2022 and going into 2023. And don't forget, we have winter solstice next week, so the days, the darkest day will be here. But then the days will be getting longer, and there'll be more light with all these tailwinds we have behind us heading into 2023. Can you feel it? The momentum is building, and we'll talk about some of that. But let me get some quick hits out of the way here before we get cracking. I'm going to recap last week's massive news. Um, I know I went over some of it on Thursday, but there's still some fallout to that. But um, some little tidbits going on here. Uh, Our Congress passed a continuing resolution for a week to make sure there's a budget until Friday, and then supposedly by Friday that they will have uh, a budget done, which means uh, I think through September, the end of September, they'll have uh, you know a functioning government, which means we'll avoid a government shutdown. So FHA, VA, HUD, USDA, all those good things, uh, they're not going to shut down, and we'll be able to order case numbers and get deals done and um, order flood insurance because it's getting funded with the new budget and all that kind of stuff. Will there be an FHA premium cut? I don't know, but we keep hearing that it's going to take an act of Congress to do so. Maybe in this new continuing resolution or this new budget through next year it gets done. I doubt it. Hope so. Fingers crossed. Never know. Uh, We've got Q3 final GDP reading coming out this week. We have tons of stuff for home sales like, uh, you know, we have uh, housing starts, new home sales, existing home sales humongous inflation read at the end of the week on Friday on a shortened market uh, holiday, uh, which is, you know, Friday the 23rd, even though the markets are officially closed next Monday, the 26th, to observe the federal holiday of Christmas, the PCE, personal consumption expenditure, which is live real-time spending of consumers, and uh, that was, you know, also known as the PCE deflator. It is one of the Fed's uh, you know, normally most trusted inflation read. So uh, we'll see if that moves the markets because the markets have been getting crazy lately. Uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that as well. Um, and then um, there was some data that came out today that was pretty important. The uh, home builder sentiment came out and it's been pretty bearish all year. You know, rates are higher. So less product is moving and who, know, who knows how long it's going to last. You know, the Fed came out last week and, you know, they got real... Real tough again, and they talk tough on us. But um, there was one little positive note that came out in uh, the home builder sentiment. And they said the positive, there was a positive outlook for the six-month outlook. So there's all these different questions that are asked in this sentiment survey. And this one little piece of positive reading came out that, you know what, the next six months we're favorable on. So things suck now, things suck next week, maybe next month, but the next six months, we're positive on. So that actually I take is a win. 
considering everything that we'll be going through. All right, so let me recap last week, and we'll talk about the data. I know I talked about it a little bit on my Thursday video, but I just want to say, you know, the we went CPI print, okay? Inflation was less bad. It started to roll over on Tuesday, and the stock market rallied. Remember, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not responsible for your losses, only your profits. But if you did that strangle that I talked about on my Monday video, you would have woke up Tuesday with all of your calls in the money, and you got to close them, and then cost average down your puts because this market's been going up and down and up and down and trading in a range. So CPI was good. That's two CPI prints in a row that were showing inflation to roll over. Now, remember, there's like 38, 39, let's just call it 40% of the CPI print is housing, rent, owner equivalent rent, uh, lodging away from home. That's a big portion. And it's lagging data over the last 12 months. They're literally taking data from a year ago and putting it in our print. I mean, it's amazing that they're still doing that. Whereas we know the home prices are down. We know that new leases are down on rent costs. We know that that stuff is coming down in live real time, which the PCE should show us that um, on Friday. Housing isn't as big a component in the PCE, which if there's a beat there on this PCE, then that's yet another piece of data that shows inflation is rolling over and coming down, which is generally positive for the markets. Now, uh, then the Fed spoke last week and they cut only 50 basis points instead of 75, which was expected. And, uh, you know, I like to go to the CME uh, tool here, uh, which basically is the Fed watch tool. Tells us when, uh, you know, how, how long or um, uh, uh, at the next meeting, the February 1st meeting, are we going to have another rate cut? So now the odds of, uh, of a 25 basis point rate cut at the next meeting are 65%. And um, that's interesting because um, it was supposed to be higher. Um, it's supposed to be a 50, another 50. So there's a lot of talking tough of the Fed saying they're gonna have a 5.1% terminal rate, um, even though I think they're only at like, what, 4.75 or uh, I guess they went to 3.75. They're 4.25 to 450 is the range. They have like this little range that they do everything in. So, um, they only went to 50, then they talked tough, and then the market started tanking. The stock market started tanking. And then on Thursday, we had uh, a more negative retail sales report for the month of November than expected. I mean, really negative, 0.6% down. So that's a red flag for a potential recession. Because remember, 70% of the GDP in our economy is consumer spending. And so when we look inside that red flag retail sales data, um, you know, report that came out on Thursday, which tanked the market again, and then that continued to follow up into Friday and even into today. Uh, you know, you're seeing uh, the S&P index go down as low as 3,800, which is a pretty big technical level. Will it break through down to 3,600 and test that low? Uh, maybe, or maybe even break through that. I don't know those things, um, but, uh, you know, the retail sales number being negative was huge. And why was it negative? Manufacturing was down big time. And that's a huge component of our GDP. That's a huge component of uh, of uh, of the economy so q4 could be getting into negative gdp territory we'll see uh, that manufacturing number was really down as part of the retail sales goods were down um, cars were down you know it was up drinking leisure hospitality was up so people are trading goods for services now i saw a fantastic interview with chief investment officer kathy wood of ark invest and she did an interview for about 45 minutes with Professor Jeremy Siegel, 
who taught at the Wharton School of Business for like 45 years, also at the uh, University of Chicago. The two of them going back and forth was amazing. And some of the things that they talked about was that with inflation coming down and the price of goods coming down, our wages, which are high, and part of this price wage spiral inflation going up, our real wages have more power now. Because when inflation comes down, that invisible tax on goods and services, our wages have more strength and they're worth more. And that is a tailwind for the economy, considering, assuming that inflation continues to come down. Now, they also mention uh, that productivity has been showing that's been increasing. If jobs are being lost in the economy and the people that are left are working harder with that amount of work that's being done at those companies, productivity is a boost and it helps our economy. So that's a tailwind. Now, uh, Mike Simonson, Altos Research, been watching him um, all year. And uh, our good friends, Clayton um, Collins, uh, CEO of Housing Wire, Sarah Wheeler, and the rest of the Housing Wire team, they purchased Altos Research, which I think is a great uh, purchase. Um, his data is great. He watches every single listing data. Listings came down this month, and part of that is because rates have come down and people are buying more. So some of this getting ahead of the trend, this spring purchase season's coming up that I've been talking about on my KP Talks videos, which I got a new one I'm going to post below, and a good one that came out in my home with the KP Walks out there um, in uh, Newport Beach, the mean streets of Newport Beach. Um, it came out really good. Um, I've been talking about these tailwinds. I've been talking about getting out in front, and now's a good time to be buying. Now's a good time. We're seeing it. Rates are coming down. It's going to be good. Supply is not there. So, you know, it's going to be some bidding wars again. So, uh, speaking of the main streets, um, uh, I wonder why the landlord dissed us. No heat. Wonder why Christmas missed us. Birthdays was the worst days. Now we drink champagne because we're thirsty. That's like the ultimate comeback song by Notorious B.I.G. But no heat. Energy insecurity is a real thing in America. And two-fifths of renters face problems paying their energy bills. And one-fifth of homeowners have a problem with that. So you want to do some good, pay someone's energy bill or pay a student's back uh, lunch bills at the school. Those are some good things we can do. I'd love to get a lot more stuff here. $33 trillion in savings, $11 trillion in equity, tons of stuff. Have a good week. Cheers. You've been listening to KP Talks Dollars and Cents, a top-rated show for those who want to learn about the economy and mortgage environment. Tune in each week for more episodes, and please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Kevin Perenio does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through KP Talks Dollars and Cents. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice. For more info, follow KP Talks Dollars and Cents on all of our social channels.